Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Kepper fails to be the difference in the shootout as Liverpool win the first silverware of the season. Marcelo Bielsa loses his job after the heavy loss to Tottenham and Newcastle's resurgence continues as they move further away from the relegation places. Lots to talk about, particularly that final, what a good final it was. But for now, let's get on and talk football. Well, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. There is another week of football has happened. It has. It's been an interesting week again. It has. But more importantly, let's let's just get into it. Let's get into it. That Carabao Cup final. It was engaging. It was definitely that. I, I, I don't understand how Chelsea don't practice players being offside. <laughs> <laughs> they should have won that game, but all they had to do is half a step back. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Lukaku one, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm, I feel a bit for it because I tell you what, that, that shouldn't have been given offside. I know it is offside, yeah. but you think about it in normal times, well, in old times, before VAR times, if you've been given offside for that and they looked at that, you'd go, oh, he's onside, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah. So he's a bit unlucky on that one. They had no, seven uh, offsides, Chelsea, compared yeah. to Liverpool's one. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I think technically uh, the, the Liverpool one was. The offside for the goal wasn't it as well technically yes, they didn't give a foul been, did yeah. they it was offside yeah never have i seen so many people go hooray and then ah oh. i know in such quick succession it's a very good <laughs> game it was very 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 intense well as finals normally are it was cagey to start with but it, it gradually got better and better yeah and they, they definitely started to take the chances to try and win the game uh, i'll be honest i think chelsea overall was a better team they were certainly the team that were giving the more intent going forward, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were, you know, they looked more likely to score than, than Liverpool did. Yeah. I mean, let's Mane not get it. Didn't let's really not... Have a... yeah, no, Mane didn't have much of an impact in it. Yeah. This Diaz is a good player, though. He is very good, yeah. Very good. They've, they've, found, a, they've found one there. What did you think about the Naby Keita challenge on Trevor Chalabar? It red was card, high. Not red card. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um... I thought it was two players attacking the ball yeah. in exactly the same way. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just a timing issue, isn't it, really? Yeah. And then he's caught him. But he has caught him, and he's caught him quite high with all his yeah. studs in position. Very high, yeah. So, would there have been too many complaints if a red card was shown? I don't, I don't think, think there so. would have been. No, no. So I can understand the Chelsea fans frustration on that one so yeah but i thought i mean we've seen it a few times this season the offside for matip's header from van dyke interfering yes we've yeah. seen that a few times we saw it uh well twice against man united actually well one for united and one against united uh, and now we've seen it go against liverpool as well yeah so uh, you know there's there's a level of consistency there but to me i agree i think they are offside yeah yeah, if he's if he's trying to get Reese James out of the game, which was what he was to yeah. have and the he's in an offside for Matip, then yeah. Yeah. He is interfering with play in the old definition of the rule, but not the new definition of the rule, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I still I still would have <laughs> I'd still like to see that given offside even in the old or old rules, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think that is that is the legitimate one. 
what was your take on Mindy going off and Kepa coming on? Uh, well, it's worked from in the past. Yeah. And it was a plan. It was a premeditated plan. Do you know what I mean? And this time yeah. it just didn't pay off. It just didn't. It just didn't happen. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you can moan about it. You can go, oh, he should have left Mendy on. There's no guarantee Mendy's saving any of those penalties. No, no, because they were very good penalties. Uh, all very good penalties. There was just the one where Kepa got his hand to it, and he must be seething with himself. Yeah, yeah. There's one that Kepa got his hand to. Kelleher got his body to one, yeah, didn't he? And it just went underneath him. Other than that, because I think no chance. Because yeah. that's the <laughs> argument, really, with him bringing Kepa on. Well, what did get? You know, Kelleher didn't save any of the penalties you know yeah. um keppers was in space at one point got some snow on it yeah jeremy clarkson found it in his car park apparently is it really yeah <laughs> love that Danny diddly squat but i know liverpool i did see a picture on going around on twitter actually a liverpool uh liverpool fan caught the ball and managed to get out the ground with it ah so uh can't take the man out of liverpool can you no you can't there was actually a video you saw someone he, he was <laughs> There was a guy in the crowd just filming the crowd. Yeah. And he thought, well, I thought I was just winning. I was just, I was just going to, you know, film the crowd if it was the winning penalty. So I'll just get the, the reaction. And all of a sudden, you see the ball just come into shot as they're all jumping up. <laughs> it just goes just into the stand. Over his head going, hooray, I'm off. Bye, everyone. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's just one of those penalty shootouts. I, yeah. it, was exact, it was exactly the same shootout. That was the Europa League final um, last yeah. year. With, yeah, yeah, it went exactly the same way as well, went, didn't it? Yeah, went 11-10 with the last goalkeeper missing the kick. Yeah. I would have, I said, I'd love it to go round again. I'd, I'd, I just like that idea <laughs> of it just going round again. Because everyone everyone on the halfway line thinks, right, I've done mine. Yeah, I've done my bit. I've yeah. done mine. Mine's <laughs> in the back of the net. And then you go, no, you got to go again now. Yeah. Oh, just the mental reset. That you've got to have as a player to do that. I'd just love to have seen that. Yeah, I mean, I know it has well, happened before, but I've never seen it. I've never seen it at the hot, at the top level. Yeah, because like obviously your 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 main penalty takers, you know, you pick a spot. That's generally the spot you choose. Yeah, you don't normally change your change your mind. Obviously, second time round, you might have to. That's the thing. It, it's yeah. a whole new psychology, and I was really hoping we, we were going to get some of that. Damn some of you, Kepper. Yeah, all he had to do was Damn keep it you. down. He only had to keep it down. Oh, he, he, just it. he just leaned back like he was taking a goal kick, didn't he? Yeah, he thought he was. He thought he was at Twickenham, not Wembley. <laughs> hey, that old classic. That old classic. That old classic. <laughs> the old ones are the best. So yeah, um, interesting game. That interesting times. And I was just that's what I was about to say. I thought Kelleher moved pretty early every time. So you saw a lot of the times. I thought the Chelsea players were waiting because I think they all kind of looked and thought he goes early. I mean, they, obviously, yeah. maybe they've done some homework here because he did seem to go and then, you know, a lot of them did the stutter with him yeah, yeah. and then just slotted it in the other side and I felt maybe that's something that they maybe looked at maybe. With, with him and taking penalties that he moved, he always moved early to try and get the coverage across the goal. Yeah. But yeah, interesting uh, win, win there. Penalties for Liverpool. Congratulations they get a, to Liverpool. I'm not saying that, but um, they've won the trophy. <laughs> they've won the trophy. They can, they can take it back. And I will wish them congratulations on our behalf. No, not on my behalf. On our behalf. No, on your behalf, fine, not my behalf. Okay. 
no, 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 no. They've won the cup. I can't, I can't. If there's any United fans listening and I congratulate Liverpool on that, no way. Absolutely no chance. He will not be able to leave his house. Not that he does anyway. Not that I'll do anyway, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is, um, that was the Carabao Cup final. Interesting game. So let's move on then and have a little look at the Premier League games. Uh, and I think there's only one place really to start and that would be at Ellen Road. Yeah. Sorry, Leeds fans. It was a bit of a beating again. Yeah. They just yeah. seemed to, yeah, the thing is that it was the I think it's the manner of the defeats for Leeds that has cost Bielsa. Well, it's fourteen goals in a week, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's been a lot. Well, even if you go back, I think beyond behind that, I think there was a few other where they've conceded threes and fours. Yeah. Consistently this season. And I just think the coaches in the league had worked out what Bielsa was doing. Yeah. And he didn't have a he didn't he didn't, didn't want to change. No. He, and the thing is, in the Premier League, he didn't have the quality of player because in in the Championship it had worked because they were the best team in in they were the best team in the league yeah. in the Championship, and they had the best players. So you could play man for man across the pitch because generally your players were better than their players. Yeah, but in the Premier League, they are not on that level. No, you've got so, to adapt. And yes, you've got to adapt to survive, basically. Yeah, and once the once all the managers had worked out the way around the press, the press that they were doing, and the the man to man, you know, when you start getting Son versus Ailing, I'm I'm backing Son every time. Yeah, you know, in those sorts of situations, you know, I'm backing Salah against him. I'm and Mane, I'm backing uh, Rashford and and Alanga. I'm backing all. Even Matt Doherty scored. Yeah, I know. And Matt... Matt's Hardly gets first the game. goal for Tottenham. Probably his first game, wasn't it? I can't remember him playing before. Well, Matt Doherty. I'm joking. It's a joke. He's been here for ages. Behave yourself. It's just a joke. He came with Nuno, didn't he? No, well, before Nuno. Before Nuno. Yeah. Long before Nuno. Yeah. yeah. Still didn't get. Oh yeah, Jose brought him and then never Jose played him. Brought him in. Yeah. 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 So you you wouldn't even notice. Let's be honest. But I'm disappointed from our perspective. Why is that? It only ended four 0 It should have been more. We should have taken them to the cleaners. Yeah. Four, four wasn't enough. When we've got the goal difference like we've got, you need to keep at them. I think so, but you know, I think considering where you were, considering what Conte was saying in the middle of last week. Yeah. That he was already thinking, oh, I've had enough, I'm going. <laughs> I mean, you needed that. He need, he needed that probably needed for his that. own I mental mean, Leeds, health. Let's, let's be fair. Leeds were the perfect opponent for us. Oh, yeah. They, they're a perfect opponent for most teams in the league. This yeah. year, you know, they allowed us to play football, and we just picked them off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bigger tests to come for sure. There's lots of bigger tests to come for us, definitely. I mean, starting with Everton coming. Starting with Everton on, on Monday. Monday. Yeah, yeah. Shall we talk about the new Leeds manager while we're on? We Leeds? can do. Yeah, let's. I don't know much about him to be honest. Well, so he's an American. Yeah. He did manage RB Leipzig. I was just thinking this year. I was doing a couple of things. He seems to have come from the Ralph School. Oh God, not of the Gangnam Press. Not another one. But you think of the clubs. He's well. I'm only doing that by association of the clubs he's been involved with. He's been involved with with the Red Bull clubs. Yeah. And that seems to have been, you know, the Gangnam Press, Ralph Ragnarick, uh, yeah. school. 
but he only lasted four months at Leipzig. Was that because he was there temporary, or just because no, he got he was, sacked? He, they, he was, uh, they announced a mutual agreement that he was to leave. Right, so he got sacked. So he basically got sacked. Right. It's the new term that they use. But he was the assistant to Ralph Ragnick when he was head coach of RB Leipzig in 1890. Yeah. So he's definitely come from that school. Yeah. Um, and by the sounds of it, Leeds would... It, it sounded like Bielsa was going to go at the end of the season anyway. And right. And just kind of brought that plan forward. Okay. Well, it's interesting. We'll have to see how, how he gets on. Um, he's got a lot of work to do. He has got a lot of work to do with that Leeds team. Uh, the thing is, they weren't... Leeds just left themselves so open all the time. Yeah. They're just they're just open. Yeah. Uh, there was no structure to the team, and that's that was the problem because they were playing man for man. Yeah. There's no structure, so it was just for that. I would think for any manager coming in, getting that defensive structure in place, right? You because the press will still be there because that will have been drilled into them for years. Yeah. With Bielsa, what what they need to go back to. It's kind of getting back into a shape when they're defending. Yeah. And don't always follow your man all the way around the pitch. Press him, passes the ball, drop back into your shape. Yeah. That would be, I think, the message that would go through. Yeah. Because they've now conceded the most goals now, Leeds. 60 goals they've conceded. Yeah, that's actually ridiculous. That's a massive amount of goals. The yeah, fact that they're not in, the fact that they're still outside the relegation zone is, is somewhat of a miracle. Haven't conceded they, that they many are goals. Staring over the precipice. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, they are. They are. They are the ones in danger, really. When you, when you think about it, uh, Everton and Burnley only, well, one and two points off them respectively, two with two games to, to play on them. Yeah. So you know, a point or two from those two for either of those teams, and that puts Leeds right in trouble. Yeah. But I mean, we'll move on to um, to the game. Uh, at Brentford? Yeah, kind of ruined by the early red card. Yeah, very, very early red card from De Silva. But when you see the challenge... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no argument on it. In. It's like, that's a red card. Yeah, Bye. it's a red card all day, every day. And on Sundays, as they do say. Yeah. Um, Silly but decision. Christian Eriksen, back on a football pitch. He is back. Well done to Christian. Obviously, didn't end up on the winning side. But no, but it was, he was always against it. There. Yeah, he got yeah. 40 minutes or so, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, good. He's got that one out of the way. That would have been the one, I think, everybody, everyone around him, his family, himself, would have been just a bit nervous about. Oh, Christ. Was the yeah. first time he went back onto the pitch and kind of like, hopefully he can get back into into playing. And he'll find his feet. He's a top... He's a very talented footballer. We all know that. So and they're going to need hope, him. Well, Everest. yeah, let's just hope he finds his form. Bradford. Yeah. Absolutely, and but you know, going against the Newcastle team that are on the up, they are upwardly mobile. As they, they are say. the changes I think that they've made to the manager has worked. They've bought sensibly in January, not gone over the top either, which you know I, I thought they might have done at some point, but they they they've been sensible about it, and and it's working at the minute. I think. Eddie Howe's getting, getting a tune out of them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're only five points off of the top half. Yeah, hence, that's how tight it is down there at the minute. Because I was just looking, yeah. you know, Brentford are 
three points off the bottom three points off the bottom three and they've played a lot and they've played more games again than burnley and everton um, three more games than both of them actually, and a game less than, and a game more than Leeds. Sorry. Yeah, they are. As well. They're up to date where they should be. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So, it'll be interesting to see how things plan out as those uh, as those games start to to close in. Yeah. But yeah, no, good. That was a decent game of football as well. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Good win for Newcastle. Yep. And I think I think they'll be fine now. Newcastle. I think they found it. They found the edge. They'll be absolutely fine. Let's go to Goodison. Yeah, let's go to Goodison. Cause... Where Everton received an official apology. An actual apology. This is a first, guys. The referee. Well, was it was it the VAR ref or was it the ref? It was. Well, it was the uh, the P. What's the actual expression? It's the it's the, it's the referees' association, essentially. Yeah. Mike Riley. Is the referee's chief I th- these yeah, days? Yeah, I, th- I thought the actual ref had apologised though. Or one he of may the, well have done. One of the two. It was either. But there's an official apology. Frank Lampard got one. Everton got one themselves. Yeah, because it's just handball. Oh, it is it's all just, day. It's just, just handball, isn't it? I don't even know why there was a debate. <laughs> it's handball. He's it's come up. It's popped off the floor, and he's gone. That's going past gone. my side. No, yeah. it's not anymore. Yeah. It's just Crazy. a penalty. I, I, I still can't believe it wasn't Gisborne. Honestly, one of the worst. Out- I mean, we've seen some bad ones. Yeah. That that's was awful. The worst. That's, yeah. e- that's just wrong. It's not even an interpretation of the law. It's just wrong. Wrong. Yeah. And you think the ramifications that that could have at the top and the bottom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, those three points that Manchester City have picked up. Yep. Yeah. No, those you know those two they, well two extra points could be two could extra be vital. points yeah yeah and uh, you know Obviously for Everton missing mean... out on a point might equally be yeah exactly. from the end of the season problematic yeah Oof. yeah you It'd wouldn't be a want referee, to be hey I mean you'd try not to make mistakes like that especially when they have another look at it yeah that's the problem isn't it he's like VAR looked at it and went no nah, that's all right yeah no but how <laughs> but how no, no, it's not all right, is it? <laughs> it's, clearly, it's clearly not okay. It that is, is humble. That is a penalty. It's, it's hitting below the T-shirt line, which yep. is what they're, they're doing now. That's a definite penalty. I don't even know why there was a, a, a check. Well, I know why there was a check for VAR, because the referee didn't give it initially. Yeah. But it should have been, no. That's a penalty. That's, ref. that's, that's a penalty, ref. Yeah. Sorry. I, but yeah, I mean, heartbreak for everything, because I thought... They played really well. Oh, they were so unlucky with the goal as well. I mean, yeah. took a deflection, and then Michael Keane, I think it was, just put his foot out, and it just rolled to Foden. You couldn't believe mm. his luck. No, it's oh. uh, unlucky. They played. They did. You know, they really did put up a really strong defence, Everton. Yeah. Um, you know, and... more performances like that. Not Monday, but you can for the rest of the season. I'm I'm pretty sure, knowing how Tottenham season's going, I already know how that result's coming in. And we'll find out next week. We will. <laughs> we will. Uh, let's go down to the south coast. Villa picking up three important points at Brighton. Yeah. Yeah, good away win for Villa. Needed that. Matty Cash and Ollie Watkins with the goals mm. there. Yeah. 
They just had a little bit of a wobble, Aston Villa. No, they did. Only a tiny one, but a wobble nonetheless. They did, but, you know, they seem to have come out the other side of it. Yeah. Uh, Gerard looks like he's starting to make inroads in the way that he wants them to play and more luck to them, I guess. Yeah. The Villa. By all accounts, Brighton had a lot of the ball, but didn't do a lot with it. No, they 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 didn't. They had one shot on target. They had 67% of the possession and had one shot on goal, one shot yeah. on target. Um, so no, it wasn't. Which is not good enough as the home team. No, not ideal. No. You're not going to win games of football if that's the way you're playing. Nope, definitely not. Palace and Burnley finished one all. Yeah, it's a good game. For, this important point for Burnley, I think. Yeah, they again are starting to show their uh, back end of the season fight. Yeah, this that is they Burnley are synonymous time. with. Yeah, um, it reminds me a lot of yeah. Southampton in the late nineties. This Burnley yeah. team. You think they're going down every year and then they just about manage to survive. Where's Marion Parhars when you need him? That's it. <laughs> Everton had a spell of doing it like that as well, didn't they? Yeah, in the, uh, in the early 90s. Yeah. yeah. And they were Campbell. always on the brink yeah. of going down but managed to stay in it. And Burnley are just that team now. Yeah. And those above them beware. I do think, though, if Burnley go down, they stay down for a while. I don't think that yeah. I don't see them coming straight back up again. So. What do you think? Obviously, they're going to lose Pope, probably. Yeah. Tarkovsky, McNeil is another big one for them. Cornet, they'd probably lose. Yeah. Other than um, that, there ain't many of those players that will come back into a Premier League team, I don't think. No, I don't think so, unnecessarily. No. Um, so, you might be right. Yeah. But you know they haven't gone yet. They've got they've got the yeah, games to be no, able no, to stay we up. Are, we are right in the obituary far too early. But if if they did, I would fear that Burnley would be down there for a while. They wouldn't quite yeah, be able I think to. You're probably right. To bring it straight back, despite that their, their consistency in the league. To be honest, yeah. they've been in the Premier League for many years now. Long time, yeah. Speaking of teams who we've already written the obituary for, should we talk about Southampton and Norwich? Let's talk about Southampton and Norwich. That was a. Another good win for Southampton. Another good win for Southampton. Shea Adams and Romu. battered them on the statistics. Oh, yeah. No, no. What was it? 20, 27 shots, was it? Yeah. Nine on target. Yeah, no, it was... Angus Gunn was a very busy boy. Very, very busy. <laughs> <laughs> he also had to pick the ball out of the net twice. Yeah. And uh, they are... I mean, they're not out, out of it. No, but, but they've got a lot of work to do for here. They have at this point. They kind of pulled themselves back into it, didn't they? And then they yeah. they couldn't capitalise and keep the momentum going. Now four without a win, Norwich. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the same you could say for Watford, despite them picking up a point um, against Manchester United. Yeah, how did that end, nil nil? I I have no idea. How many how many times did we have the ball in the back of the net? I'm sure we had it in the back of the net twice as well. I think we had a couple of offsides. Yeah. You know, you just. But again, with the home side, much like Southampton, you've had 22 shots, only three on target. That's a yeah. poor conversion. We've been like that. We've been like that, though, the last yeah. two or three months. Ronaldo's forgotten where the goal is, which is yeah. shocking. I, I can't believe the amount of opportunities that he would just stick away. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, mm. I've, I've not seen Ronaldo out of form 
since i don't know maybe 2005 yeah <laughs> like i think that's the last time i remember seeing or seeing ronaldo out of form yeah. in front of goal he just doesn't seem to go through these patches and now he's he's just he's just he's just hit it and that was your weekend to put some scoreboard pressure on the ones below you it was Play before everybody did yeah i mean i mean the doors it's it's in arsenal's hand now i mean obviously west ham oh, also won me yeah yeah, West Ham had a good win against Wolves, who have kind of fallen off the pace a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, Wolves is... It's still only five points away. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see them in that four. I, I never saw Wolves, though, in that top four race. I never did. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the consistency over a season, you're still talking Spurs, Arsenal, West Ham and United are the, are the four clubs looking yeah. at that fourth spot. Although Arsenal's three games in hand, as my friend who's an Arsenal fan keeps reminding I me. I keep saying, yeah, because they're going to be against clubs, aren't they? Because obviously I think they were supposed to play Liverpool this week. Yeah, so they're, they're against Chelsea, Liverpool and Tottenham. Those three games in hand. So, yeah, there's no... There's no... There's, there's no, no gimmies. No, yeah, there are no <laughs> gimmies there, but, you know, hopefully hopefully they'll lose all three of them. Well, particularly the third one. Absolutely. They can win the other two. I don't mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> no they need to lose all three Arsenal. <laughs> From a Manchester United perspective, anyway. So, But, no, it is in their hands. And the thing is, I'd be surprised... If they didn't at least pick up, I think that they could still pick up four points from those three games. Oh, potentially, you know, yeah, because they could beat Chelsea. Yeah, um, they can, Liverpool. They can, they'll beat. They can beat us. Yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool are, you know, the Liverpool are the yeah. ones who are, they, you know, they're not favourite. You know, they wouldn't be. You know, you wouldn't expect them to beat Liverpool, but they can beat you, and they can and they can beat that Chelsea team. Yeah. You could even argue Chelsea need to be looking over their shoulder a little bit. I think that they do actually, and I think if United had managed to win at the You've weekend, got a point behind them, yeah, it would have been a point behind. Obviously, they would still have their two games, yeah. one against Arsenal, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I still think I still think Chelsea need to be a little bit concerned because they're not exactly setting the world on fire. No, they're goal. They're just dried up in front of goal, aren't they? Yeah, you know. We talked about Lukaku's record against Palace last week, and at least he scored his penalty for Wembley. He did score his penalty. Uh, again, he was one where I think he just looked at the keeper, watched the keeper go, and just slid it the other way. Yeah. But yeah, no top four is heating up. West Ham, obviously, and we haven't really talked about the game. I'll be honest, I didn't really see it, but should check getting the winner. Yeah. To be fair, they were probably good value for it. West Ham, Wolves mm. did what they've been doing a lot lately: try to sit back, try to soak it up. Tried to hit him on the counter attack, did it a couple of times, and then picked the wrong ball out. And yeah, the West Ham goal was always coming. It was just a question of when. See, so uh, that's uh, that's we talked about all the games, haven't we? We have. We've we done have. the Premier League roundup. So uh, shall we then uh, take people around the world in um, no less or no more than eighty seconds, please? Yes, let's go around the world in eighty seconds. So in Serie A. The title race has more turns than Spaghetti Junction at the moment as Inter and Milan draw as Napoli take over at top spot after their win. Juventus also pick up a win, as do Roma with an added time winner by Tammy Abraham. The French title race is almost at an end, though. PSG win and Marseille lose. The gap is now up to 15. But the bottom four in France is the one to have a look at all Four sides are on 22 points as it stands. Real Madrid stake a late winner to beat Rayo Vallecano. 
Barcelona put four past Athletic Bilbao. Levante have a huge win at the bottom to close within three points of the sides above them, but they're still quite a bit from safety, so they've still got some work to do down there. In the A-League, it's still one point between the top two of Western United and Melbourne City. And finally, in Germany, Dortmund failed to win as Bayern do, so the gap is up to eight. Leverkusen close to within six points of Dortmund after winning their game. And there's some more managerial news down in League 2, Chris. And yeah. a coup for Bradford City as Mark Hughes is named as their new manager. The Mark Hughes. The Mark Hughes. Sparky. Sparky. Man of 454 Premier League games in management. First time he's ever managed outside the top division. Wow. There's a stat for you. Well, even that just... what Mark, Mark Hughes in League 2 is huge news. Yeah. Apparently, the chief executive of Bradford nearly missed the email because it ended up in his junk folder. Nearly deleted <laughs> it by accident. What, the uh, I'll take the job or that Mark Hughes is interested job? Mark Hughes is interested. It was his agent's email. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he must be bored. He must be bored stiff at home, mustn't yeah. he, Mark? He's just thinking, oh, I need something to do. Brad, who needs a manager? Bradford need a manager. I'm there. I'll take it. Yeah. Got nothing else to do. Um, let's just go back to Serie A because that yeah. is a very interesting title race. It is a genuine three-horse race. It is a genuine three-horse race. Yeah. So Napoli and Milan are on 57 points and Inter on 55 with a game in hand. Yeah. Very, very interesting, that. Anybody's title at the minute. They are falling over themselves to be top of Serie A. Yeah. Did you like? Did you like the more turns than spaghetti junction bit? It's it's very but it's very very local to me. Yeah, that, I, I mean, get that, that reference. A, that was a blast of inspiration this afternoon. I don't I don't know whether our uh, listeners around the world will understand that reference, but you know, it's um, basically it's a massive road that's got loads of turns in it. Yeah, and <laughs> intersecting roads go up uh, above and below each other. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, no interesting, interesting. Uh, La Liga. Quick look at that. Real Madrid now six points clear. So uh they're looking in, in good in good position going into the last part of the season. And I think the lack of experience of a title race from Sevilla and Real Betis, I think, will be the downfall of of them trying to really yeah, challenge. I think eventually Real Betis will be swallowed up by Barca and Atletico yeah. Madrid, won't they? I think so. They might uh, still make it into Europe though, Betis, which would be yeah. an achievement for them. Absolutely. Although Villarreal are only uh, four points behind them, so they need yeah. to be a bit careful. The usual suspects, as we said last week, they are beginning to circle. Yeah, and they always do this. They seem to find a bit of form this time of year. Just the experience of where they're at. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, very, very interesting around the world this this time around. So, um, uh, next up, uh, our football manager, Wonder Kid. Uh, any, any news? So, we have got some news on Gianluca this week. He played 30 minutes. Let's go. He started the game, though. Let's go. He was go. taken off after half an hour. What, what? What? He was taken off after half an hour. What did he do? He must be injured. Um, no, he was booked early doors. Um, he gave away a penalty. They missed the penalty, but then scored from the rebound. Right. Um, and then he was hooked at got... half an hour. Yeah. Worst I... thing to come, and he knew Hugh who some people might remember. He played for Sheffield Wednesday back in the day. Mm. Um, he missed a penalty for Al-Tak. 
lost the game 1-0. Well, uh, we might not see it anymore of Gianluca this season. I think it might be a case of, yeah, it was probably better to get him off. Obviously, on a yellow might be card. Done. Half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour gets the hook. He's given away a penalty, got a yellow card, and manager said, I've seen enough. Yeah. Basically said, I've seen enough. So they are now seven points adrift of Flyer Alarm, who are the team that are right above them. Yeah, no, not ideal. I've not said that wrong. They are definitely, they are certainly called Flyer Alarm. That's uh, far, far from ideal. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Right then, we've after that disappointment, um, should we have a look ahead? Obviously, there are FA Cup games and a Premier League game midweek. The FA Cup round is midweek this time around. It is, and there are some games as we are recording this. As we are recording this, things are happening. But uh, we've got Premier League game, a full Premier League programme over the weekend. Yeah, so we start at lunchtime this weekend where Leicester take on Leeds. Obviously, Jesse Marsh's first game in charge of Leeds United. A few games on at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Burnley-Chelsea, Aston Villa-Southampton, Norwich-Brentford. Big game, that one. Newcastle and Brighton and Wolves and Crystal Palace as well. Game at 5.30, big one for West Ham. They go to Anfield to take on Liverpool. 2 o'clock on Sunday, it's Watford against Arsenal. The Manchester derby is at 4.30 between City and United. And then there is a Monday night game. I am off to the lane on a Monday as Tottenham take on Everton. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Sunday, if I'm honest. I'll be brutally honest. I'm not looking forward to it for you. I mean, we've to be fair, we've had a decent record against City lately. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think that's a couple of C. I think we took four. I think we got four points off them last year. Yeah. Do you want uh, my personal advice? Don't turn up. Either hide behind the sofa or put your hand over your eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I will watch. Of course, I'm going to watch. It's of course, team. you're going to watch it. You might not enjoy it, but you're going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we've got to watch. But we'll see. Next week will be fun. Yeah, should be fun. But in the meantime, everyone, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to do so. You can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at Let's Talk Football Podcast 442 at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on your club, how you're getting on, anything you'd like us to talk about. But for now... Um, I will see you all next uh, next week, won't we? I guess. Yeah, we will be back next week. So yes, yeah, stay safe, look after yourselves, and um, peace. Bye.